Hello, welcome to Talking Pictures, a weekly podcast where we talk about movies, TV and other pictures we think is worth to talk about. My name's Brian and I'll be your host today. We're joined by my co-host and fellow picture talker, David. David, how are you? Good, Brian, how are you? I'm good. What are we here to talk about, David? We're here to talk about the newest entry in a beloved franchise known as Scream. We're here to talk about Scream 6. What is the Scream franchise to you? To me, it is a it's a horror franchise that critiques the horror franchise, the horror tropes of its time. And I think it's done that since the very beginning. I think it very cleverly does it. And it's what it's known for. It's taking what is the horror genre and it kind of turns it on its head, even though it still follows the rules of the horror genre. And when did you watch them? I'm a late adopter to these movies. I only actually watched them Halloween just gone. So Halloween 2022. So I caught up on all of the installments. So the original trilogy, the kind of re, not the reboot, but the kind of 10 years later and then the next 10 years later. The next 10 years later. So the legacy sequel, as it were. So I caught up on all five. So to watch this one in the cinema, this was my first experience. What about you? Have you experienced these Scream movies? Scream to me was a childhood movie. The trilogy was a child were a childhood movies growing up in my house watching them with my uh, sisters, my brother, older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like how we would watch them, you know, to certain Disney movies like The Lion King or perhaps other horror movies like Sleepy Hollow. Or I think it was the most attractive serial killer, like Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger. They're separate. They're in a supernatural vein, whereas Ghost Ghostface. Um, to me, I never called it Ghostface. At least not until the you know that the, the the franchise has been reinvigorated mm-hmm. through the last ten years or the last or year, I should say. Because to me, it was just a scream franchise, and then I think the idea of who is the killer, and there's all these all these cast of characters, and you're you're introduced to the cast, and you're introduced to a few red shirts, and then you're. Oh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get into the rules of, of the horror movie tropes mm-hmm. because to me that's a, I take that as it is. I don't, I'm not gonna let's say critique on, on how, um, the movies, the screen movies establish themselves in terms of following the rules and no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. So in that one movie, you can't kill me because I'm gay, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I love who done it. I love the whole reveal of who's the killer at the end and, mm-hmm. you know, the why. And to me, that's like the build up and then that's the race. Ah, okay. Now you get the mm-hmm. final, the final conflict, the fight where you get to, right, now kill them. Now fight. Now, now, now maybe kill the protagonist <laughs> or, and then, oh no, they come back and then the killer comes back. And it's something that always throughout every single one is a, a big part of it is who is Ghostface. And they do it so well in that. They'll make you think throughout the whole movie. They'll they'll lay suspicions for every character. Yeah, to be Ghostface. It feels like they did that definitely in the first one, and in the second one, it feels like they pulled that back a little bit. But uh, and especially in the third one, but uh, in the fourth one, mm, sort of similar. It's not until the Scream Five and Scream Six where they really delve into like, yeah, we're all friends, but like any of you could be the killer and it normally unless, is uh, someone that we know and, yeah. and unless you pull back unless you survive um, an ordeal uh, such as some of our characters have you know well then of course they're not the killers but uh, funny enough when you said that one of the uh, taglines for Scream 5 and I love this I love this so much is it's always someone you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> just think about that for a second imagine you your friend group 
and there's these murders happening in, within your surrounding area and uh, just picture it alright one of you is the killer mm-hmm. and you're, you're more than get... likely it's two of you are the yeah. killer yeah um, <laughs> um and I like the fact that they play a little bit of meta-ness on, on that. Like, oh, yeah, isn't there always two of you? And um, I, I really do. Uh, this, this is so exciting. Long story short, Scream's out. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I don't care about the whole fact that just because it, you get stabbed how many, two or three times and seven times and you're still alive. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me because this is such a ridiculous concept and trope. But... Look, if you're okay with aliens speaking English, I'm sure you can sort of bypass the idea that you get stabbed or shot in a quite a critical area that you'll likely die or should be dead, but you're still, you know, walking about. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me because I'm here to watch a screen movie. You know what you're going to get. If you, if you set your mindset to that, great. Because to me, it's, it, it's always a, it's like, you know, there's an element of uh, me watching a glass onion or a knives out, um, or a pro roar uh, movie. It's all. It's just about who who did it, who committed the murder. You know the whole aspect of clue. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's that that who done it concept is a cherry on top to the fact that this is a slasher um, franchise uh, in terms of Ghostface being up there. And I think throughout the years, uh, the voice of Ghostface, Roger L. Jackson. I think that just got better and better and better. I just love. It. It's almost like Ghostface is a character within themselves yeah. up, up until the reveal. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is about that, but you never question it either. It's, it's like they always use the same voice, but yeah, and the 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 voice is almost as iconic as the the yes. actual Ghostface. Yes, and so. it's like Ghostface is a character, mm-hmm. but and I don't care that it's always a different person every movie. That he's a mantle, yeah. That, yes. That anyone can don, anyone can be Ghostface. Yeah. And even that, like, throughout the movie, there's that scene with um, Courtney Cox on the phone, Gail Weathers. In and this movie. In this movie, yeah, in Scream 6. And just so everyone knows here, full spoilers uh, for Scream 6, we're going to actually talk about who Ghostface is and, and who everything that happens and who dies. So we're going to talk about that. So that's your spoiler warning. But... Uh. But um, there's that scene where um, Gail is talking to Ghostface, but they talk about it as if that Ghostface has been every other Ghostface. They kind of refer to it as like, oh yeah, no, it's it's finally time I told my side of the story. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it's like, okay, so kind of Ghostface almost like passes on from person to person. Yeah. And it's like... A ghost oh. inhabiting a person's soul mm. or something like Even that. Even though it's not at all. It's no. just, it's these individual people. But they treat every Ghostface as if it's the same Ghostface. Yeah. Until that reveal. Which I kind of like. It, it... Unlike, yeah, unlike Jason and Michael Myers and Freddy, it's not a supernatural creature at all. It's not a supernatural entity. It is a person yeah. wearing a ghost face mask. And, and, and in most times, two people. And in this time, three people! Three people! Big big reveal here now. And it's the first time it's done it, is that Ghostface was three people this time. Top it off, it was a family. It was a family, yeah. <laughs> An entire family. So... <laughs> This is the first scream, or I suppose, who done it type of movie where I could not help myself. Normally, I can maintain my thinking and hold my ground in terms of pinpointing who the killer is, but I really couldn't help myself this time. I I just I think I found it too obvious. No, no, I didn't find it too obvious. I just seen so many who done it. It just got me thinking you know it's like if it wasn't this it was going to be something else mm-hmm. and 
when it got to a certain point in the movie, like it came from, all right, well, it's obviously this person because of this reason, but there was like three or four or five people who I was thinking like that. But as it got narrowing down to some people dying, you know, with some main characters on the poster already being killed off at the start, we'll get to that in a minute, with mm-hmm. Tony Ravioli and yeah. Sarah Weaving. Okay, it's the cop. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's 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 the it's the sex positive girl, and they got me kind of with the with the dorky virgin. They got me with him mm-hmm. a little bit, um, because the, <laughs> the 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 twin Mindy, the niece of Randy, uh, her like acting and performance, and like how they linger her performance on camera, just like shoo go away Ghostface like almost bullying him like, cause, like because like, he's most likely to be Ghostface because he didn't survive a previous ordeal and they don't know him and he's not a cop and you know it's it, you almost feel bad for him but like and I think they did that pre- very well mm-hmm. it almost it had me thinking alright oh, this guy this guy's not a co- Ghostface I think he'll, he'll pull through in the end but they mm-hmm. got me with him <laughs> even but, with the fact that they when she is stabbed eventually yes that she says that he's the one to to um, find her. her and save her and then she says I can't believe I got it wrong and like she like she almost tells us that it's not him and when you're pulled away from that scene you're with the rest of the characters when he, when one of the one of the two ghost faces shows up and re- removes his mask and oh my god it's him mm-hmm. and like because you think well he's obviously in that part of New York City in the, in the subway so you think of course he's not there but he is so it doesn't get you thinking. But what I do mean when I call it with the cop, because uh, his daughter was also there. And when our main characters, Sam and uh, Tara, who are awesomely held and played <laughs> by uh, Melissa Barrera from In Heights mm-hmm. and Jenna Ortega from TikTok, <laughs> um, they get, start getting calls from Richie's phone number, the previous ghost fake killer. And you know, that just, that's what first had me think. Didn't the sex positive girl say that, yeah, my, since we lost our brother, you know, my dad's a cop and all. That sort of had me put two and two together. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe it's good for foreshadowing, storytelling wise, but I think for me, that's what sort of gave away. And okay, maybe it's not because she she had that death scene. Mm -hmm. Is that the first time? I think it, it is the first time where one of the ghost faces is a character who we thought was dead. I'm pretty second sure. Second time. Second time. Who happened? Oh, Scream um, 3. Ri- oh, because Roman. Because he, he appeared to have an, had an off-screen death. Mm-hmm. Convincingly so. And um, actually it happened in the first one as well with um, uh, Billy Loomis. Uh, he is killed. Yes, 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 so yes, yes. It yes, actually, yes. it's, it's, it's I suppose the first, the third, and now the, the sixth. So I think it's <laughs> just been so long since it's been done. They're like redoing it, but you know, for a newer audience, it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that we saw Ghostface in, in her bedroom leave to go kill the guy in the shower, her man thing. Mm-hmm. And then by the time uh, our core four survivors get the same mess, get the message from our, our awesome uh, Danny Neighbor character mm-hmm. uh, showing a picture on their phone of her being attacked. Well, okay, so apparently he already killed him and he's already killing her without us seeing it in her room. Mm-hmm. And then after a while I thought, you know, why didn't it just show her get killed then and there? Because they faked it. Mm-hmm. She was the second Ghostface killer. For me personally, because I sort of taught it and called it, if they revealed her face first, she put the mask off first. And I, I knew it. I knew it. It was her because we already know by now because the father had already shot Kirby from from the fourth movie. You think she's dead? Not really. But 
Um, all right, so we know the father is one of the killer, is is behind it all, and uh, his daughter, who we thought presumed dead, is now a killer. Mm-hmm. Who's the third? Who's the third one? But um, and it would reveal. Oh, it's 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 Ethan, that dorky virgin, who we were actually not thinking at all. We thought maybe he'd ha- he'd have a bit of a redemption mm-hmm. story, uh, but nope, nope. And I like that. So that was a nice surprise, and the fact that he was a son as well. Like, I thought it was just a father. Um, daughter and then their brother uh, Richie but mm-hmm. no they, they're it felt like family. a good the motivation for why they were ghost faces yeah I liked it it was good because it's it's revenge for Richie's death and last even time. though we've seen something like that before with Billy Lewis's mother it doesn't bother me that they're sort of retreading it I'm sorry if that bothers you well go write it yourself mm-hmm. you know <laughs> I'm happy to have enjoyed this I, I don't want to do this to look oh what are you going to do for Scream 7 I'm not thinking that but it's just, this was such a fast-tracked sequel. It really did reintroduce the franchise to a new generation um, while holding on to some of the old. But Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera, I, I love them. Uh, like two sisters as the protagonist for this franchise going forward. I love it. I really love it. Um, I'm quite happy that it's them. And, you know, I remember thinking in Scream 5, oh, yeah, them two sisters and Sydney and Gail survive. You know, it's always four people who seem to survive at the end of the movie. If you, We're not going to go through that, but if you watch all the Scream movies up until Scream 5, it's always four people who survive. Mm-hmm. Well, the twins, uh, Chad and Mindy, who are the niece and nephew of Randy, that was a nice, nice treat. Okay, one of them is going to die. One of the twins is going to die. You sort of like kept on going at it and foreshadowing it. And uh, oh my God, no. You didn't want it to be the the, the girl, Mindy, uh, when she got cut in the arm crossing the ladder because, you know, her girlfriend died, which was quite brutal. She should have died straight away with that gush, gone mm-hmm. like a fish. But I'm not going to get into the fact that people are still running around with stab holes uh, in their bodies. But... um when they kept then okay she got she got stabbed again in the train station she was on her own and that virgin was there to help her i'm glad he he saved her and pulled her away like, okay she's saved she's not gonna die and i didn't even though i didn't think about it when chad they got ghost face to the ground you know it's like it's him and the, t- the carpenter sisters and He's about to smash Ghostface with a piece of glass and he gets stabbed by a second Ghostface. This is the first time we see two Ghostface together yeah. in action before a reveal. And he gets stabbed to shit. One thing actually that you just brought up there was the twins surviving. I actually don't agree with that. I think that one of them should have died. I don't know who, but I think that having keeping them both alive mm. because there's three characters in this movie that were almost killed and survived. Yeah. And that's Mindy, Chad and Gail. I think that having three of them was too many. Yeah. And, but and but it couldn't have been Gail because she's the only person from the original who is still there. And it was a close call. I thought mm-hmm. you know, when Dewey died in the fifth one, I thought, okay, maybe I knew Dewey, you knew Dewey was going to die, but not Gail, mm-hmm. not Gail. But, yeah, with the twins, as you were saying. Especially with Chad's scene. Because he got stabbed like seven or eight times. He was and, and a that, lot, yeah. And that was a that was a bit of a touching moment because he was there as their protector all the way through. He was you know, he's the he's he's a he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Like Cuba Good and Junior Ray is a great, a great guy. <laughs> um Yeah, and I thought it was a, it was it was a heartfelt moment the f- the fact that you know, that moment, he tells him to go, to yeah. run. And I felt like it was it was the perfect time as well, because they had just shared that kiss. Yeah. And it was now time for her to lose him. 
Yeah. Uh, the same way that Sydney originally lost Billy and then her boyfriend, the second one, and then um, Samantha essentially lost Richie with him being Ghostface. Yeah. But now it's Tara's turn to lose him. So yeah. I don't think I could have... <laughs> I don't think I would have wanted to have dealt with the drama of the fact sister losing her brother like that. Mm-hmm. I, so that's why it doesn't bother me too much. I'm fine and content with it because I, w- I was satisfied with the story build up and the reveal of the ghost face killers. And yeah, few, very few death scenes. Yeah, the uh, kill no, count. Not, not, not including the killers themselves. Yeah, the kill count in total was five. Mm. Um, which it seems kind of low Yeah, when you think about it, but that's not including the actual killers themselves. But um, I suppose if we talk about the the last thing to talk about, which we ironically is the first thing, uh, was the opening scene, which kind of um, turned the Scream franchise on its head a little bit. So I'd like to start off by saying that, like they had Drew Barrymore in as the first first uh, girl kill, mm-hmm. they brought in Samara Weaving, who's uh, who was the director's lead in their previous non-Scream movie, Ready or Not. She's a she's a quite a bit of an A star level actress. Yeah, she's uh, kind of working her way up that list of because she was in uh, the Babysitter franchise. She led Ready or Not, which actually was I, I, I really enjoyed Ready or Not. Yeah, um, and then she she appeared in Babylon recently uh, alongside Margot Robbie. She is kind of becoming a lot more well known, and she's joining that. She joined the First Kill Club. Along with the likes of of Drew Barrymore and Sarah Michelle Gellar is actually yeah, uh, a yeah. first kill girl. So and almost Jenna Ortega. Yes, almost. very very almost Jenna Ortega. But uh, I thought um, I want to know your opinion on it. The the very the opening scene where Ghostface kills her and reveals who it is. They take off the mask and it's Tony Revoloni, who was announced for the cast list and. And you actually pointed him out and said, I think it's going to be him. This is when we were looking at the posters. You, kinda... I, I thought it was going to be him and Savara Raving uh, pre-watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the way I was right, but not in the way the, the movie, as I would have traditionally thought. Mm-hmm. When he killed her, when she's dead, and Ghostface is still there. They didn't cut away from the scene. You hear him breathing. He's going, to take off, he's going to take off his mask. And I thought, and then... I thought that would have been such an interesting way to do the movie. It's turning it on its head of... What if we actually knew the entire time who it was? Yeah. But then once again, they subverted the expectations and then they kill him. And he's only, he was intending to be a ghost face. Mm-hmm. He was intending to be the antagonist and to go after the Carpenter's inter- sisters. But then Ghostface kills him and his roommate. I don't think, it, I don't think us as an audience or fans are ready to have a storyline like that. Because I think essentially we're all, every time his purpose is to be, is to always kill the protagonist who we're rooting for. So we're always looking out for him. So if he tries to kill them, we know he's Ghostface, okay, but he survives. But then anytime we're going to see him, it's just, we're, it's all we're going to think about is mm-hmm. him as the killer. We're not going to think about a potential unknown killer, which essentially was when the true Ghostface comes, kills his boyfriend, they're gay, mm-hmm. kills him. What about the movie? And I love this line. This line sort of established this presence of this ghost face. Who gives a f- about movies? Mm-hmm. And it's not about the tropes and all this stuff. It's I'm going to kill these girls. And it's pure out of different reasons altogether. And I think that's a nice, uh, what are we going to do differently this time? Yeah. And what I also really love about this is uh, the this ghost face is almost like a veteran of sorts. The reveal of who Ghostface is aside, but a veteran. 
Ghostface himself is a veteran. This one, it's like this one has always been around. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like that bit, and it's great that even though this is spinning off into his own franchise, similar to Creed, but they're keeping it very canonical. Talking like the fact that they talked about Scream Four and mm-hmm. Scream Three and all and all that, they just keep bringing it back, including that. I just love it so much. You can tell I was very happy watching this movie. I yeah. gave it four stars. I'm quite content. I'm very delighted with it. And Kirby was great as well. It's good to see her come back. And mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but Neve Campbell wasn't there. I didn't miss her. As Sydney. Yeah. I was yeah. content that she was not there. Yeah. And they gave it, I suppose, a good line of like, no, she's not getting involved this time. It's it's over for her. Yeah. She's moving on. And I think that that was as best they could have done it. Yeah, guys, if you like to listen to us talking about movies, especially if we love them as much as you do, please uh, keep tuning in every Wednesday on Talking Pictures Pod on Instagram and follow us on our email, TalkingPicturesPodcast1 at gmail.com. If you've got any questions about the episodic chats we do, send us some questions if you want. Um, We're always going to be here. We want lovers, not haters. David, any final thoughts? Um, if you could give us five stars on your podcast app of choice, we'd really appreciate it. It's Scream 6. Give us six stars. Give it six stars. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, David. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Brent.